Sunday pour. It is Thursday night. Uh, let's get right into it. This month is dragging along. It's just the, the won't quit this month. Just kicking us in the balls day by day. This month stinks. It's 10 days left. Let the countdown begin. Jesus, man. Oh, my God. Killing us. I, I didn't think it's been that bad, to be honest with you. What's gotten you down about it? Everything. Oh my geez, a little just scary. seeing the seeing the seeing the, the month, February. <laughs> a little just bit killing of, me. A little bit of snow and you're uh you're down. Fe- I've told you February snow hits different. It hits different. It has been colder. I can so deal with the cold. It's it the sticks snow. it sticks around. What do you mean? It's it's colder now, so the snow, the snow sticks around. You get snow in December, it's not cold for very long. It's gone in a day. Now if it snows, it sticks around because it's freezing out. It's only yeah, but I could, I'm saying I could deal with the cold. I could deal with five degrees if it's clear conditions. What are the odds of that, though? It's five. There's going to be something on the ground. I guess. Well, we get some cold days where nothing. Last, I mean, last winter it was cold. We didn't get anything. Last winter was mild. Last winter was not that cold. I mean, this winter is definitely colder. This winter has been a little colder. It's been a little colder <laughs> in the Northeast. Man, what's your beef with snow? It's not doing anything to you. It's just there. Who the fuck fucks snow? Snow around the holidays is nice, but nobody wants snow in February. Wait, we don't. That doesn't. We're exist. thinking about pitchers and catchers. That, do, that doesn't exist anymore. You can't get snow on Christmas. That's that's a. That's, that's I said a nice snow thing. around the holidays. That's a nice thing for a for a song or something, but uh, we don't get that. When was the last time we had any snow around the holidays? Well, we've uh, had snow around the holidays. When? I don't know. It's been there. A few years ago, it snowed the day after Christmas, and then there was snow on the ground until March. That I remember. Just around the holiday. Any time in December counts as holiday snow. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and it's nice. It's like, oh, nice holidays. Put a Christmas I mean, movie well, on. Put Frosty on. What's your beef with snow, though? You're in fuck snow. Fuck the Who is. wants kind of, snow kind of, in cr- February? You have made your transition into absolute crazy old man territory here. You're cursing the weather? Oh, my God. Fuck yeah. snow. Nobody, we're, re- we're ready for spring here. Nobody uh, needs snow. You know, I, we're, 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 we're having a proud moment here in the Northeast as Texas is in shambles with their, with their weather situation. And we're like, look, yeah, see. Okay, sometimes we look like we have uh, no idea what we're doing up here. But when it comes to snow, we got our shit together. We do. Uh, do you, apparently, driveway you, shovel. Psych, Wait, psychologically, driveway psychologically, snow is kicking your ass, man. What are you talking about? I was out there twice today. This driveway is clear. I handle my business. Doesn't mean I have to like it. I just said psychologically, they're winning the mind games. Snow is winning the mind games with you. Oh please, the snow is not winning shit. February is winning the mind games. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost over, man. It's not. It hasn't been that bad. I just need to get over the mental hurdle. Pitchers and catchers seeing February. Pitchers and catchers reported this week. Garrett Cole's doing interviews. You know, it's not bad. We're we're on the we're on the right side of February. There's no right side. We're on the right side of it. It's, it's believe me. I'm I'm as uh, anti-February as you are, but like you're you gotta be you gotta look on the bright side here. We got through the we got through the the brutal part of it. We got through the chunk we need to get through. Mm, I still can't quite see the light. See, psychologically kicking your ass, man. Yeah, February, absolutely. Not the snow. Snow, you, s- snow stinks. Fuck snow. That's you. 
Cool. So you root for snow. You're rooting for snow. You're rooting for the blackjack dealer, basically. But I don't mind snow. I don't care one or the other. I don't mind snow. It's here. So you don't care. Bring it on. Bring on a foot, foot and a half of snow. The fuck do I care? I think you're in the minority. I don't think I, people in the Northeast are rooting for heavy snow. I mean, do you know how many idiots ski? Are you kidding me? You're not rooting for snow. There's so many more people. Yeah, you can go anywhere and ski, though. Snow. Yeah, but they, you talk to skiers, though. They like the real deal. They don't want that, uh, that, that mountain-made, or what do you call it, the, uh, the, the man-made powder. They want the real deal. Well, I don't hang they're, out with skiers, so. They're rooting for snow. But just, you, just, you just chalked up the entire Northeast to your own uh, I said, I said like 70-30. Like no on way. February 18th, no I would say 75% of the Northeast is not rooting for snow. Uh, no way, it's that high. No way it's that high. Then why do you think people are rooting for Wow, we're gonna have to pull our listeners. Who's rooting for heavy snow on February? Our listeners are all people just like us in the same age, and it's like twelve people. You need you need to talk to like school kids. They want fucking snow. Oh, school kids don't count talking about adults. You said people. You said people, you said people in the northeast, you said. Everyone, when they're a kid, roots for snow. What the hell do you oh, care? You stay inside. People in the Northeast. I'm just saying, you, you, can't, you, you can't all of a sudden throw rules. You, you, you this blanket statement. Everybody in the Northeast, and then all of a sudden, I, I say one group of people. Like, no, no, those don't count. Yeah, because your numbers go right to hell. That's why. You didn't say. All right, you're going to do demographics. You didn't yes, say. If you're adult. under the age of 13, you're probably <laughs> rooting for snow. You decided to do demographics, not me. Don't fucking point fingers at me because, oh, if we're going to do demographics, you decided to do demographics. Okay, fine. Adults. Adults over the age of 18 who don't have a school day, you know, involved in, in, the, uh, you know, in it. They're not root- they are uh, not rooting for snow. I'm not sure. Like, okay, so what's the – what are we looking for here? Like actively rooting for snow, don't care about snow, hate snow. Is that the three? Actively, actively rooting. Like, I'm not rooting for snow. I just don't care. Like, it's here. Whatever. It's here. Deal with Sounds it. like you're rooting for it, though. How is that me rooting for it? It's fucking February. I can't do anything about it. It's the weather. It's like, am I rooting for it? You're not bummed. Like, you're not bummed out when you hear, oh, we're going to get fucking hammered with snow. No, no I could care less. I could care less. If I, if I got bummed out when they're, because it was going to snow, I'd fucking move. I mean, snow's good once in a while. Holiday snow, I told you. Once the calendar turns, that's it. We're looking for spring. We're looking for spring. (laughs) February's the coldest month of the year, though. (laughs) Is that a a statistic? I mean, it just feels like it. I don't know. I have no idea. I feel like it's been February. It feels like that. That could be mental. That could be another mental game. I feel like it's been February for a long time because I feel December – I mean, I was playing – like I, I didn't play golf in December. I knew people were playing golf in December. You could go outside, well, you know. Twice I guess shirt. technically, there's autumn is still technically December. I say you don't. I haven't bundled up in December in a long time. It's a light jackets in December. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I was still driving in and walk, doing a pretty good walk from my car in January. So yeah, February probably is the coldest month. It's a shit month. It's a piece of shit month. <laughs> That's it's fair, but I don't choke it up to the weather though. Uh, no, the weather probably is like 
fifteen percent of what I, makes it. Shitty. I think it's just you're angry about everything else, and the snow comes along, and you're like, ah, on top of everything, I got to deal with the shovel, like that. Ah, you know, okay, shoveling. Nobody likes to shovel. Um, shoveling is part of it. Yes, shoveling is definitely part of it. The upkeep, that's fair. That sucks. Nobody roots to shovel. That's for sure. Nobody wants to shovel. Even the kids who are rooting for snow don't want to fucking shovel when their parents send them outside. So nobody wants to shovel. That goes without saying. Right, but I think it's because we could, we want to be able to see the light to spring, right? March Madness, Selection Sunday. It's always darkest before the dawn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, when you put it that way. How could I? How could I come back from that? You perked up right there, man. You seen the, <laughs> and the right side of the, welcome to the right side of February. Yes, <laughs> I didn't even realize yesterday was Ash Wednesday. Yeah, Ash Wednesday, Fat Tuesday, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Holy Thursday. What's the difference between Fat? Is Fat Tuesday? Uh, what is that exactly? I know it's Mardi Gras. I think it's just the beginning of Mardi Gras. I don't know what beginning it, of Mardi Gras. I thought so. Yeah, don't. I'm not. I'm not the guy for this kind of stuff. But yeah, I think it's that's what it signifies. So there's a guy, right? Locally, he owns this restaurant mm-hmm. called Vazzy's, I believe, and he got arrested. Yeah. And I saw. Did you see his mugshot? No, I know Vazzy's though. Oh, all right, I'm gonna send you his mugshot right now, okay? Because this cracked me up. Is there? A, are there a couple Vazzy's? Uh, I, the one I was reading was in Trumbull. <laughs> That's incredible. So the guy with the picture aunt sent me, this guy bundled up, uh, nice parka or something. I don't know. It looked kind of a cheeser grin, and he's got the it's his mugshot, and he's got the ashes perfect cross right in the middle of the forehead there. That is a nice-looking cross because I've seen some that look like you're a coal miner. Someone just smudged shit on your face. I can't believe they're black. I can't believe they're allowing people to put uh, the ashes on by hand. Or is it a six-foot pole? I use. Are they using a? Uh, are they using gloves? Using a yardstick? You need you need two yardsticks, right? Two yardsticks. Yard six. Yeah. yeah, two yardsticks, six feet. All, um, all you need is three feet in Jesus, man. That's it. Then you're good. <laughs> right, right. So what, do you, right. What, what do you get arrested for? I skimmed the article, which I often do, but apparently his dishwasher, who had been with him for a long time, and I think one other guy that worked there, mm-hmm. were accused of sexually assaulting a woman that worked there, who I believe I read was 16. And he oh, offered man. the girl, the young girl, the 16 year old, a bribe. Yeah, that would do it. So now he's on the hook for third-degree sexual assault, which I didn't even – that's the worst kind of sexual assault, third-degree. I, Dude, don't – just let your dishwasher go down. No, don't, don't, don't let your dishwasher go down. That's what, got yeah, him in, right. that's, what got, that's what got him in trouble in the first place. Yeah, what are no, you you're right. Y'all don't take the dive for the – what do you – yeah, what, the dishwasher. <laughs> like you, that's a low man on totem pole. You, you get, well, I don't know. He's been there a while. This guy must make shit sparkle. Like what? Yeah. Is, that you're offering bribes. Man, if you're at if you're at a restaurant for a while and you're still washing dishes, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, I I I read he was there. I don't know if they really exactly. Uh, they said how long he's been there, but it just said he'd been there a while, and I was just like, I don't know. Is that 
Is that worth it? Now you're getting mug shots with crosses on your face because no, I tried to give an envelope to a 16-year-old? Like, Jesus. You would think Third-degree sexual assault. You would think that a God-fearing man like the owner of Vazzy's here. What's the guy's name, Mr. Scumbag? Uh, that's a good question. Piece of shit. Now listen, if this is true, and if you're a church-going, God-fearing guy, how is how is bribing the sixteen year old girl the right thing to do here? How is this how is this WWJD? Come on, man. Fuck out. As here. ironic a mugshot as there ever was. Fucking try to pay off a sixteen year old. He's probably he's lucky that the girl's father didn't get a, his fucking hands on him, man. Well, not yet. At that point, I just fucking mug shots all over the place now. Yeah, you can't miss them. He's walking down the street with big black shit on his forehead. <laughs> when was the last time you think you got ashes? Uh, I'm gonna say 1990, uh, 2000, the year 2000. So, like 18, yeah, I was probably in high school, probably had to go for my confirmation or something. Yeah, I don't know if there was – I really stopped as soon as I went to college. Yeah, I'd, Through I'd the have, towel. I'd have, I'd have, you know, I'd, I'd go every, you know, a few Sundays here and there. But uh, just out of habit. But, uh, the, like, the full, full-blown every holiday, every holy day, that was – I was done with that. You weaned yourself off of God. No, I just uh, – just organized religion. We'll go with that. Organi- I don't, organized religion isn't for me. You yeah, know what it you was. Make your own. You make your own religion. You make your own beliefs. Yeah. You know, you know what it was. One day. So, if you go to um, church, I mean, everybody that listens goes to church. But you know, like they do the readings, the gospel, and then the guy, the priest or the deacon, gets up there, gives the a little, sermon, gives a little talk. Yeah. So I'm like, that's like the one part of church where the priest or whoever's talking could bring a little something extra, right? He gets all week to fuck to, to like think about it get up there and talk about the readings, whatever, and like put your little positive, not positive, put your little modern day spin on it, kind of relate to the crowd a little bit in a way where it's not just like chanting and singing, stand, sit. It's a one time. Hosanna in the highest, yeah. Thank you, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. All right, yeah, well, it's not. (laughs) That guy. Um. And then one day, like I was nervous being there one day, and the the priest gets up there, and they're like, "Okay, we have we have somebody visiting us from wherever. Um, let's you know have a warm welcome for this guy." And the guy gets up and he starts pitching the crowd. He's asked looking for donations and volunteers and stuff. I'm like, "No," I was like, "I'm not here to fucking watch an advertisement for whatever bullshit this is. I'm not here to fucking get sold on your mission, pal." I walked out right then. And you walked out in the sermon. Yeah, it was never the same from there on. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I went back a few times here and there after. You know, when it's with my mother and stuff, we go. But it was uh, I looked at it a lot different. I was like, these people, they just want to make a buck like everybody else. And uh, if that's what it's all about, you're not getting you're not getting my hour on Sunday. I'd rather, you know, NFL is going to get my buck on Sunday. Not not my religion, but I mean, if it's about if it's about money, it's going to be the NFL. Sorry. <laughs> right. If I'm going to be a blind follower, it's going to yeah. be with the National Football League. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And at least now, you know what? Sunday mornings during football season, 
what do you do? You get together, you have family, you have food, Same thing, yeah. you have a couple of laughs. And that's nothing's better for the soul than that, man. I've always said that that's our religion. Sunday morning, breakfast, that's our religion. It's fine with me. It's not very organized, but there's do you bless, do you bless the the brown? Start blessing the brown. I don't think I don't think it would matter to most people. No. Nope. Blessed, unblessed. It's sneezed th- on. It's blessed. It's blessed in the fermentation process. Yeah. Sneezed on. <laughs> Gross. By the way, nobody used to zone out during a sermon as good as me. I would zone the fuck out during those things. That's, they would go on so uh, long, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, like I said, I was like 18 when this happened. 17, 18, 19 years old, right around there. And I was just like, it's bullshit. It was impressive how long. Like, think about how long a comedian tells you how long it takes them to be, be able to build up like 5, 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Priests, I, the average priest would go at least 10, 15, man, during that sermon. Yeah. Now, it could have been the same one he's been given for 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But, and, you know, it was, you know, it would always come back to some cheesy, you know, bullshit about Jesus. But um, it's still impressive that he could just ramble on for that long. And there are some good ones, man. There was one guy. And I did, this I only heard – I wasn't actually at this Mass, but it was like an 8 o'clock sat, Sunday morning Mass or, or Saturday morning Mass. And uh, he gets up there. He's like, look, I'm going to make this one quick. I got a tea time. And just banged out the Mass in like 15 minutes. <laughs> just got, got I respect that. Bing. That was it. <laughs> I had to go play golf. And that guy – I did play golf with that guy. Hit bombs. Did he? So he had a lot of practice. He's a good, yeah, he was put more practice into his swing than uh, his sermons. Nah, he, he was a good guy. He was, uh, you know, you could separate like the cloth from the from the guy. Uh, he was a he was a good he was a good fella. He was a drinker. Guy. I would assume so. That was when I was young. I don't really know. I would assume so. They uh, all are. I feel like his last name was Bryn. That's Irish, right? Yeah, I oh the Irish priest. Forget it. I mean, yeah. what else are you gonna do? Yeah. So back and, there li- living in the uh, whatever those things are called. How close did you ever become? Uh, did you ever get to becoming an altar boy? Did, did, did you ever? Was there, <laughs> there ever was some any... pressure? Yeah. <laughs> not enough though. Not enough to get you in. Nah, I just I. I was never. I mean, I don't know. When you're a kid, like no kid likes church, Mm-mm. right? So then you then you throw in. Then you throw it into the, you know, throw into the mix that you're going to work church. And it's like, no, I don't want to be here any more than I have to be. Now I got to go stand on stage with a robe and carry a cross. And the like, who the hell wants to do that? Who the hell wants to do that freaky shit? Don't fuck That's before that. I even know what was going on back there with, in some cases. I think the, that's the, the one, bullet. The one thing that, you, yeah, the one thing you get away with, though, is you could fuck up those bells. Nobody would know the difference. Who knows when they ring those bells in church? Who knows when they're supposed to do that? Just out of nowhere. Oh, like when the priest does the communion and you ring the bell? They could, they could ring them between the readings. I wouldn't know. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. They ring the bells now. I don't know. You could ring them anytime. You're like, altar boy. Yeah. I mean, nobody, nobody would know. Priest, a priest might, though. Some priests are pricks. Priests, oh, the priest would know. I'm telling you, the people, the, even the people who have been going to church for like 50 years no, would have no idea. They would be, oh, yeah. No, you, you get anything past those people. It's crazy if you go to like a wedding or a funeral now and, uh, you know, 
we were at the church for whatever the the the, the mass. Nobody knows what's going on. It's so everybody just looking around. Like, are we kneeling now? Like, are we standing now? Everybody- no, I actually feel like I'm a veteran compared to some of the people I see. I didn't say me. I said people are doing it. Yeah. Always. No, I know. Some people are definitely lost. Like, my wife has no idea. <laughs> she has no idea. I don't think she made her confirmation or anything. So, uh, you know, it's like, come on, you know, reading, song, reading, sermon, communion. Peace, I don't know. I, I went out of order, but you know what I mean. You got to stand for the gospel. You got to stand for the gospel. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be, no, praise be to God. That's what it is. They changed those all up, too. Oh, I know. They did, they did fuck up one of them. I was in uh, – I usually don't say them anyways, but they, they changed one of, the re, uh, one of the prayers, one of the, one of the, uh, one of the normal, the usual ones. And out of, out of nowhere, it was like a different uh, – they did like a remix. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, man. Listen to this. Let's go back to Vazzy's real quick. Yep. In February 2020, during the funeral service of an unrelated person, Fazano, who I guess is Vazzy, approached the father of the girl and told the father that the arrest of the sexual assault suspect is not a good idea. He then offered to give the victim a job at another one of his at another of his businesses and a thousand dollar gift card to Macy's. What? It wasn't even cash in an envelope. It was a fucking, fucking <laughs> gift certificate. <laughs> Macy's. Jesus, it's not even Amazon. Macy's going out of business. Macy's. What's a sixteen-year-old shop at Macy's? Well, this is with the father. I guess he thought cooler heads would prevail. How do you not put this guy in the ground right there? Like a thousand-dollar gift card, and he's going to give the girl a job at a different restaurant where she was sexually assaulted. <laughs> it's like, no, we're going to send you to the uh, alternate location where the sexual assaults don't happen. He only, he only works. He only works there on his off days at the other location. Yeah. Nah, no deal for me. Thousand no. in cash, maybe I consider it. Nah, I'd take the thousand in cash, and then I'll knock all his fucking teeth out. Could yeah, that's I, that's a good point. You could have taken the gift card, and then still turn the guy in. Hey, you know what? I wouldn't take his money. I would take the I would take the money, knock his teeth out. And then shove the envelope in his mouth. Piece of shit. What are you going to buy at Macy's? Macy's clo- uh, clothes? I thought they all went out of business. Clothes, This guy's trying to pull off a gift card of a place going out of business. <laughs> yeah, it's probably... He probably got it half off or something. Right. Expired. <laughs> Expired the month before. Yeah, that mugshot was great, though. Who did, who, who's got, like, the most embarrassing... Or who's got, like, the most iconic mugshot for a celebrity? Uh, Hugh Grant is up there. He's the first guy that comes to my mind. Nick Nolte's is pretty good. Nick Nolte's hair is like all over the place. Yeah, Sinatra from back in the day. Yeah, Sinatra's, I mean, they make posters out of that one, yeah. Um, The thing that makes the Hugh Grant one is is they have the woman he picked up too, right? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. That's when it really hit. That's when his career basically took a hit. He's doing all right. I'm not worried. Yeah, he was about just you. in a show on HBO. I'm not worried about you, Grant. That wasn't then either. No, I was never a Hugh Grant guy. He's fine. Women, was... women liked Hugh Grant. Well, he was like that stumbling, bumbling 
Englishman. It was the accent. My wife used to watch those sh- uh, those movies he was in. Was it Notting Hill and Bridget Jones? Mickey Blue. And I was like, I, I asked her, I was like, what's Hugh Grant's appeal? And she was like, probably the accent. And I was like, oh, I was like, the accent makes him worse, I think. And she was like, well, yeah, but what about if it was on a woman? And I was like, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I can kind of get down with the accent on a woman. <laughs> you kind of backed me into a corner there. It's the male with the accent that we don't we don't understand. Yeah, and plus his isn't like a tough guy kind of accent. Like, have you ever seen Snatch? Like those guys, whatever. Like those guys are all right. I don't bother me too much. They don't understand. Hugh Grant, just always, Hugh Grant just always came off as like a, a little bit of like a phony kind of dirtbag. But is mm-hmm. it because of that mugshot? Is it you know chicken or the egg? It's probably because of the mugshot. Probably because of the mugshot. Yeah. And I think it was hard for red-blooded male Americans to get past that he had Elizabeth Hurley at home. <laughs> and he stepped yeah. out on her. I mean, it wasn't like he went out, you know, got caught with a Victoria's Secret model, some 18-year-old. It wasn't pretty. Let's just leave it Something at that. Regular, if you yeah. haven't seen the mugshot by now, check it out. I won't go into detail, but it was not pretty. No, it's tough. That's a guy with some problems. And have you, I mean, Elizabeth Hurley to this day, it's just unbelievable. She's like in her 50s. She's, and just, she's uh, killing it. Yeah. Crushing. Yeah. Yes. Crushing. Vince Vaughn. Ti- oh, Tiger had a good mugshot. He was all, he was uh, all t- pilled out. Tiger's makes me uncomfortable. Cause you get the, Does the it? Whole, you got like, the whole thing. Like they're showing him like from, uh, yeah, you know, when he gets pulled over and talking to the cops, it makes me very uncomfortable. He thought, "Oh, I loved it." He was—he thought he was in. Uh, didn't he think he was in California, but he was in Florida? Is that what he said? I don't remember. It's just yeah. I'm going the, by what I saw in the documentary. The the way yeah, the way he's talking and shit and walking around—it's uh, tough to watch. OJ has a good one. OJ. Oh, yeah, OJ's mugshot. I'll get to it. He's wearing, like, a black jacket, I think. Oh, James Brown's is good. Oh, James Brown. He's another one with his hair all over the place. (laughs) Robert Downey Jr. is a pretty funny one. Elvis is classic. Elvis is a classic, yeah. What about uh, about athletes? Does Eugene Robinson have a mugshot? (laughs) <laughs> that it, was he fam- even famous enough for his to get released? <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at the, I just got a bunch of celebrity mug shots, and not one of them is a. Not one of them is an athlete. Then right then it was right to the the hot mug shots. Paris Hilton. No, like just random people. Oh, random people. Oh. Yeah. I heard Paris Hilton's getting married for like the fifth time. Or she enga- she's engaged for the fifth time. I didn't know she was married at all the first four times. I don't think she ever made it the first four times. I mean, obviously, she's getting married a fifth time. She didn't make it. <laughs> no, I'm saying I don't think she actually made it down the altar. Oh, okay. I, think I heard that somewhere. You know who's not doing well is uh, Bam Margera. Bam's you saw that video? Well? 
No, what happened to Bam? Oh, man, he had a meltdown on Instagram Live, I think. Oh. Got kicked yeah. off of Jackass 4. Wait, what? How do you get kicked? Wait a second. I did hear they're doing a Jackass 4, which is awesome, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, wait, so what the hell? Is he drinking again? Because I thought he was sober, right? I mean, I don't – he didn't look – he's definitely not sober. I don't know if he was ever sober. Fair, fair enough. Steve, you might be thinking of Steve-O. Steve-O's been sober for 12 years. Yeah. Mel Gibson's got a famous mugshot. Oh, yeah. What do you call the cop? Sugar tits? <laughs> <laughs> what, um, so, yeah, what, what do you know about Bam? What happened to Bam? He looks, oh, he looks terrible in the video I saw. He, he posted Jesus. like a two-minute video just going nuts. He was puking, I think. Uh, he looks like Phil, dude. He looks like his father. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. And he's, he's still pretty young. I think he's in his early 40s. He looks... Uh, yeah, those guys, got, those guys are only a few years older than me. So they got to be 41, mm-hmm. 42. Yeah, he looks, uh, he looks like he's in rough shape. Couldn't abide by conditions on Jackass. I mean, to get, off, to get kicked off of Jackass, where I would imagine it's a pretty loose set, Pretty lenient with uh, <laughs> with uh, their rules and regulations. I mean, I I don't know what he had to do, but uh, it's not good. Apparently, he was never the same after uh, Dunn died. Ryan Dunn, remember yeah. that years ago? Yeah. Car accident. Yep. And Bam, man, like Bam. I mean, you used to watch Viva La Bam. That was a pretty good spinoff, considering how popular Jackass was. Yeah, I watched Bam, and I watched uh, the one where they like the. There's one – it didn't last very long with the nature show. Oh, the Wild Boys. Yeah. <laughs> that was Steve-O and Chris Pontius. I think they're both doing Jackass 4. Good. And I think Wee Man's there. Uh, what's his name? Preston. Preston good. Lacey, the big guy. Yeah, good. I think it's most of the, uh, most of the crews getting back together. Knoxville, obviously. You need Knoxville. Um, yeah. yeah. Man, there's a whole fuck jackass without BAM movement now. Man, I, was uh, I mean, how big is that movement, really? I mean, I love BAM, but they could survive without BAM. I mean, they're going to. <laughs> it's going to be affordable without them, no problem. I just can't. I mean, he's, fu- he's fucked up. So he was supposed to uh, be, take routine drug tests, including urine samples. Committing to stay sober, blowing into a breathalyzer, taking his medication, and seeing a psychologist while on the job. It wasn't able to abide. Which means he came in with some issues, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yep. And he, I remember, I don't think he's married to her anymore, but that first wife he had was smoking hot. I I don't remember her specifically, but that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, his uh, his first wife was really really nice. I gotta Google exactly what her name was, but Missy Missy Rothstein. Yes, Missy. She was very nice, <laughs> and he just he fell off, man. Oh yeah, man. This is uh, yeah. Looking at her? <laughs> no, 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 no. I went. I got went to her Wikipedia of all places, and it's not. There's not even a picture of her. No, but just Bam's like, like the second half of Bam's life. Jesus Christ, I had everything, and he just went went every, like, went the opposite direction. What did he do? He get arrested a few times, or 
Uh, no, just like just got with her, divorced, alcoholism, uh, death of Dunn. Like you said, t- took him down, just all that kind of shit. John Does it have what year Dunn was? That was like 2012, 11, maybe around Ele- there? 11, yeah. 11, okay. I remember when that happened, yeah. Was racing cars? Uh, yeah, I don't know if he's racing or just driving fast, but yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. On so June twentieth, two thousand eleven, around three thirty a.m., Don and Zach Hartwell, production assistant on Jackass Two, were returning from Barnaby's Westchester, a Westchester bar, and Dunn's and Dunn's Porsche nine eleven GT three. So that wasn't racing; it was just him and other dudes. Oh, that makes sense. They were drinking. Yeah. Dunn veered off the road and struck a tree. After which, the Porsche burst into flames. Both guys killed. Terrible man. Yeah, so that means that means no Filmar Jr. and Jackass Four, I assume. I have, That'll be a loss. Yeah, we already well, know he, you can't put we already know you can't put Don Vito in there because he got caught doing well, something. He, well, Don Vito's dead. Oh, that's right. Don Vito died. Yeah. He got, yeah, got caught a, diddling kids or something. It's not going to be in memoriam of Don Vito. That's for sure. I used to love Don Vito, but uh, yeah, it came out that he was doing some creepy shit. Oh yeah, until that came out, it was uh, yeah. Vincent Margier. Oh, speaking of mugshots, that's another all-time mugshot, Don Vito. How is there a good? I don't know. Is in the orange jumpsuit. Yeah. Talk about a guy who just, as soon as he got caught doing whatever he was doing, he just dead. That's a wrap for me. Oh, Massive organ failure due to years of obesity and alcoholism. Inappropriately touched two girls, 12 and 14. Another scumbag. Yeah. Fucking Don Vito, man. You had to ruin a good thing. I mean, he does look like I mean he does look like a guy that would do that though. Oh, straight out of central cast. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't want any kids that I know anywhere near that guy. No, sir. One other re- another reason Bam went off the rails. His yeah. uncle's a petter ass. Best yeah. friend, you know, dies in a car accident. Well, well, you got to update. Uh, there's nothing to really update. Speaking of mugshots, nothing really to update on this Yale situation. Yeah, this slippery fuck. It's uh, it's re- like apparently he's been seen alive, which is crazy, driving around with his uh, family in Georgia. But they just can't put us. They they can't find the right guy with the with the black backpack. Uh, I'm surprised that he's like. I, that's one thing I thought. You know, before I heard there were sightings of him, was that maybe he's going to wind up dead himself someplace. You know, kills oh, himself. I, I don't know. I've, I've. It really depends on why the other kid got killed in the first place. Why won't the police call him a suspect? He's person, a person of interest. Person of interest. Yeah. Here's the thing. There's like the one new thing that I heard, and I don't know. I can't make heads or tails of this, um, except for he wanted like a car that wasn't his car for ten minutes or something. Yeah. But he was shopping for cars the day of the murder. Like he was in dealerships in Massachusetts and Connecticut, asking the dealerships if he could take it out for a test drive and bring it to his mechanic to be tested. So, like, to get a little extra time with it. Even when I did that, when I bought a used car, 
I did that and they gave me like an hour and a half or, or no, not even not more than that, but they gave me enough time to drive to the mechanic, spend a couple hours there. So maybe like two or three hours they give you to do it. Did a guy have to go with you? No, they just give, I just give my license and that's it. Okay. So, okay. And my other cars there, the car, you know, the car that I drove there with. So what so do you I, think? What do you think? What's the end game? What was this kid? I don't thinking? know. With with to have did he want to do the thing in the used car and then bring it back, drop with the dealership, take his car, get out of there, so people are maybe throw the cops off the scent. I go, they're they're looking for this uh, Nissan Altima, but the kid drives Jeep Wrangler or something. I don't know. Like, like maybe that's the thing that's on that's on the uh, that's the description that they have. So it just kind of throws people off the scent, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would say it was a poor plan, but two weeks later, and uh, he's still dusting the wind. It's crazy. There is, a, there is a history of murders at Yale, and a couple of them are unsolved. Oh, yeah? Uh, there's, well, I was looking over like the famous, any, any famous Yale murders, and I don't know if, it's the, if I was looking like specifically on campus or just Yale students or what, but you remember there was one, this one was solved a few years back. Yeah, the the girl like stuffed in something in the wall or something. Yeah, and she was she she was actually found on the day she was supposed to get married. So she got killed the week of her wedding, and they didn't find her until the day of her actual. Well, they found that was the guy. That was like a janitor or something. Uh, that that did that. Then yeah, I remember the, that. Then in the late nineties, there was a girl who was stabbed like I think it was seventeen times, like in the head and the neck. And never found the person who did it. And they like at first, like a professor was was a suspect. He's the only suspect ever mentioned, but the guy's still walking free. They they don't have any evidence against him. It's just he that was just, sucks for the professor though. I mean, yeah. you're basically the guiltiest guy. Yeah, no, there's a lot of the fact that his name leaked out. It's a big problem if he's not actually arrested. It's a big big problem. And uh, he was him and his lawyer. There's a lot, and what I was reading, there's a lot of them complaining about that, which is fair. Because if you're not, if you're not going to arrest a guy, uh, if you have nothing on him, why is his name going to the press? He's guilty in the court of public opinion. Oh yeah, that was people. People see him walking on the street. That's that's all. Yeah, they yeah, that's the guy who was a suspect in that murder that never got solved. Yep. Um, but th- this one was weird because like. Not weird, but this one, uh, she had, so it was around, like, is it in New Haven, like around the green, but her body was found. She couldn't have possibly walked to where her body was found, like in the times that she was seen alive. Yeah. Um, but like before, so this is 1998, so there's actually emails going on. I was like, oh yeah, email existed then. And she had sent an email saying she was going to pick up her, pick up some books she had lent to somebody. And they think mm-hmm. it's that somebody because she just said that. Like she said somebody. She didn't say who a person was. It's the girl that got stabbed. Yeah. So she was, you know, she had went out to, presumably to pick up books that had been borrowed and they never found, nobody ever came forward to say, I'm the person with the books. These are the books she was looking for. Let's see. I mean, you got to go. You got to go all through all her, all her, uh, you know, classes. 
students she had the classes with, right? Yeah, there was you some, question all them. There's one male student that there was a suspect for a minute, but he was cleared pretty quickly. See, with iPhones nowadays, would have been open and shut. Would have been able to track her. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good. You know, not that you're going to be killing anybody, but uh, it's a good lesson. You know, once in a while, just leave your phone home. Yeah. How did, all right. So that's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good point. If you're going to commit a murder nowadays, step number one is you have to do it without your phone. Yes. Yep. Step number two, you got to do it in the middle of nowhere. And number three is there can't be a motive. Right. <laughs> yeah. It has to, so basically, no phone, out of the way, random person. Then you can get away with it, maybe, 50-50. But why are you killing a random person? Then, then you're just a psychopath. That's why serial killers are able to kill a little bit longer. Right. Right, because there's no reason. Right, there's no rhyme. Or like reason if you just knock on a random person's door and shoot him dead, you're not going to get caught, probably. Uh, everybody's got the ring thing now. Can't do that. Oh, they got the cameras. You mean? All right, let's yeah. assume they don't have a camera. Yeah, yeah. In that case, yeah. You probably shouldn't have your car with you either. Right. Go to yeah. Go pick one up at a dealership. <laughs> Use one. Use one that you're just uh, test driving. Right. Yeah, I guess it depends what kind of car it is. Does your car track you? I have no idea. See, my phone and my car are linked, so I don't know. Probably, right? It's a Bluetooth and shit. There's something there that knows what I'm doing and where I am. Yeah, I can't. Oh, yeah, GPS. Me. Yeah, there's GPS in there. Yeah, of course it tracks me. Plus, there's cameras everywhere now. How do you commit murder nowadays? And we'll have to ask this guy when if they ever find him. Yeah. But at least we know. Oh, I mean, I guess he's going to, you know, he could disappear overseas or whatever. But how, how, do you, how do you commit murder and just not even become a suspect? That seems almost impossible in 2021. Oh, man. You have to be... I need, I need you to, to be so careful. I need to do some Google searches that's, that's going to get me pulled in. I mean, sign out of your Google account first and then make, then make the search. Oh, I, guess I, need to, I need to get a burner computer to do it. Well, that's a good point. Burner phone if you're going to commit murder. Definitely burner phone. Yep, yep. So this, is, this took a dark, dark turn. Well, I have often thought about that. Oh what it would take to commit murder and get away with it. Oh. Well, okay. Well, there you go. That's very, it's just a hobby. Just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she is February. February is taking you to some seriously. We need sports back for the love of God. We need sports back for you. I know UCLA, Arizona. It's not cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, some light. I do some light reading. Jesus, man. Well, I mean, you got Something's got to get you through the day. I, I, I guess. It's not really. Yeah. How, how are you going to follow through in that hobby? You can't ever follow through in the hobby. Well, a hobby is reading up on the subject. Oh, okay. 
Like I like to I like to read about guys who have committed murders and what exactly got them caught. Like what was their fatal flaw? It's usually something stupid where you're like, ah, oh, come on, man. Oh yeah, some son of Sam was a parking ticket, right? It was something stupid. Yeah. And that was in the seventies. I see I feel like in the seventies, no problem. I'd be able to murder people. Oh, the seventies was a rich time. I, w- I wish I had a little more information for you, but it was a rich time for serial killers. Right, yeah, yeah. Zodiac was the seventies, wasn't it? I think so, yeah, I think so. What other serial killers? One was like the, the nurses, the nightingale. That was like a while. That was way before, right? The seventies. Oh, I mean anything anything before, like what Jack the Ripper? I mean that kind of shit. You could do whatever you want. The only thing is to be like a serial all these serial killers. They have serious mental issues. Like, you're not a normal person committing, being a serial killer, right? These other murderers, you know, it's crime of passion. Maybe it's a bad marriage. Right, yeah. Some of the serial killers, like, they know how to uh, kind, of sh- kind of look like they're normal people. Like Ted Bundy. He was, he was in the 70s, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Right. And he, he was, like, good-looking guy. You know, right? That's his situation. I watched the movie, Bundy. yeah. Zac Efron. Right. So that's like uh, being able to blend in is, comes with the territory if you're going to be good at it. If you're a fucking creep. He was really, very good. Yeah, he was uh, very good at blending in. How did he get caught? What was it that got him caught? So he got caught like multiple times. And the woman, he had a serious girlfriend. And she, she just kept buying it. Uh, he he was on trial a couple different times, I think, and he got off once or twice. Damn. Yeah. Once you're a suspect, you're fucked. They're gonna find you out at some point. Once you're a suspect, their eyes are all on you. Anything ever happens, it, they're gonna know what's going on. He escaped out of a courtroom one time. <laughs> what? Jumped out of a window. I'm just going by the movie. Maybe they took creative license with it, but he escaped out of a courtroom once. <sighs> Do you have a car waiting for him? It, it was like, it was, I watched this movie, you know, probably midnight one night. Yep. It was mind-numbing to me. And again, it's a movie. It's not real life, a movie. So they could yep. have take, taken creative license with whatever. <laughs> but it was mind-numbing, like, how obvious it was to the viewer that this guy was at least a ser- at least a creep, never mind a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. And he was able to talk his way out of uh, situations, whether it was his girlfriend, uh, whether it was uh, police officers, uh, just incredible. But that, that's right. it's pretty much what happened, though, because there was a documentary on him. I think that was pretty, I think it was pretty spot on what happened. He was able to just kind of talk his way out of shit. People believed him because he seemed like a normal guy. Char- yeah, very charismatic. He One represent- of the most charismatic serial killers of all time. He represented himself, right? And, uh, in the, in the trials, I think he did. Yeah, I think yeah. he did. Yeah, he scary. killed multiple. He killed a bunch, man. And different states too, right? He was like, all oh over yeah, the he was all over the place. Berkowitz, Seven states. Berkowitz was just in New York, maybe just in one borough, but I think it was all over New York. That guy was shot though, right? He was a wacko. Yeah, talking to dogs and shit. Yeah, not good. Not, he's, yeah, he was on his. He was on his way. He had all the earmarks of a serial killer. 
I don't think he I don't think he blended in very well at all. No, not like Bundy. And he was caught in a – was it really just one summer? Because he would just get caught in the, just banged out a few in the summer and then uh, they nabbed him? Uh, that's a good question. It's been a while since I saw that movie. New York in the 70s was uh, – I mean – Bronx is burning. Yeah. That's Cosell. Bronx is burning. That was him? Yeah. Yep. He was calling uh, – I was telling you before the show that I was looking up some Cosell Ali stuff. Yep. And I guess and there's some dispute to actually how it came to be, but there was uh Cosell was calling a Yankee game and a few blocks away there was, you know, fires to some slum to some some building in the projects. And he asked what he said, he goes, Look, you know, the Bronx is burning. And that was it. That was the, that was where it was born by Howard Cosell out of Yankee game. Huh. For the record, Ted Bundy escaped twice. <laughs> June seventh, nineteen seventy seventh, he escaped for six days, and December thirtieth, nineteen seventy seven, he escaped until February fifteenth. Month and a half. Man, oh man, you gotta wonder what these cops are doing. As bad as North Haven cops. It's uh, maybe worse. Yeah, this was just one guy. Yeah, <laughs> that found multiple. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, what would it take to escape custody these days, like prison? But they just did a show on that the up in New York, right? A few years back. What happened? Like ten years ago, the guys oh, who uh, escaped from Danamora. Yeah, I know it wasn't that long yeah. ago because Cuomo was Sir Imperi Michael Imperioli played Cuomo in the show. He was the governor, so <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. He really? Yeah, yeah, that was the inside man there, and they didn't really escape. Yeah, you need like. I want to be like one of those mob bosses or one of those drug cartel guys that has a helicopter come get him in the yard. That's what I want. Probably escaping it's like some El Chapo shit. Yeah. El Chapo mm-hmm. escaped prison, right? I think so. Multiple uh, times? It, yeah, but then I don't, I don't think the last time because he's in New York now or he was in New York. God, just knowing that guy is in New York, that's too close for comfort. I mean, not if you're not if you're looking for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming he's in maximum security. He wasn't locked up with the situation. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Where is he now? That's a guy you just got to kill. Wow. What? Jeez. What's wrong with El Chapo? He's just a drug. Did he kill a bunch of people? He's a drug dealer. He's a drug lord, of course. But there's mostly drug people. I've gone back and forth on the death penalty over the course of my life. Because I feel like the real, the real penalty is just making someone rot away in a cage. But then I also think it's very green and better for the environment to just off somebody. Mm. Even to the sharks. Your, your tax dollars, man, at work. You know what I mean? Keeping these people alive. Giving them hot lunch. That's a good point. I mean, there's two sides to it. But also, if we're going to get into the whole prison discussion, there's a lot of people on the other end of things that probably don't need to be in prison for that long. I'm not saying free, you know, but there's probably people who did enough time to to pay for whatever crimes they did. 
I'm not talking about violent people or rapists and shit like that. A murderer. Yeah, I'm just talking about death penalty people. You have to be like a sick, sick, psychotic, like kill, a killer, right, but, basically. Right, but you're talking about the cost of keeping people in prison. And you could, you could cut a lot of that out like on the other end of the spectrum. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much it costs to electrocute somebody. Are you, are you talking, you want to go back to what we talked about the other, the last show and start drawing and quartering people? Yeah, I would get creative. Yeah, definitely get creative with how we're going to kill just, these people. I think just take them over the ocean and you get, when you get in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, just push them off a plane. If you can survive it, great. We'll see it. We'll see you on shore. It's like a game that. show, yeah. <laughs> that's probably cruel and unusual, but I mean, that's like that's you gotta like, drop them from high enough where they can't survive. Though. You can't risk one of those guys surviving. I mean, you're in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, almost impossible. You just tie a couple cinder blocks to them just in case Man. for good measure. Yep. That'd be crazy. It's the it's one part in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean is at the deepest part of the ocean. It's a bunch of sick criminals and murderers and rapists and shit. Yeah. The only I mean, they'll be they'll be eaten. <laughs> oh, wash up on shore. Uh, the only pro- the only problem with this is the argument against the death penalty would be, what if the guy it turns out the guy's innocent? Like we've seen that before, right? Yeah. Hurricane Carter. Ruben, yep. Yeah, that's true. Then, yeah. then you feel like a dick. Well, be sure. You're dead. You're, you're, sure. you're, you're, you're uh, talking about flaws in uh, the justice system. I mean, that, uh, I mean, I, we try to, we try and work around, but nobody's perfect. Right. All right. Well, I'm I'm still gonna go back and forth with it twenty more different times. Kendall Francois. Yeah, that guy. See that guy? You just gotta off. Oh, well, there's bodies in his house. So yeah, that's there's no there's no question about it. Yeah, that should be a rule. Multiple bodies in the backyard. We'll see you. We're, call, we're calling it a day for you. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Out of here. <laughs> Lou Pinella, you're out of here. Just and just a quick the quick thumb. See ya. Yeah, Enrico Palazzo. Um, <laughs> sayonara. Yeah, certain certain guys just because a guy like that, I don't even think it's not even like he's going to be sitting around in a cell like learning his lesson. That guy is just numb to society. What's the difference? I mean, what's the difference between death penalty and life in prison? Death penalty, you just get put out of your misery right away. There are people like I wonder. Uh, what would you rather have? Would you rather rot in a prison cell for fifty years, or just have someone give you a lethal injection? Okay, try it out for a couple of years first and see. I mean, how many <laughs> you know books what? are you going to read? It doesn't really work out for me. Yeah, it's really there. You go through the whole canon, basically. Let me see how jacked I can get, and then once I get peak. May like physical fitness, then you could off me. Yeah, man. What like hope is a dangerous thing. That's what Red said. Yeah, no possibility of parole, so there's no chance of you getting out. Zero. I mean, I, I, these are terms I cannot even fathom. 
That's I think you're you're taking the death penalty. When I when I watch those shows that you're talking about, and they go to like court and I, they they do the uh, the verdict. Yeah. Like they, you have to like those people have to know at some level <laughs> that this could this might go the wrong way for them. Right? They got to be prepared for it. And I'm amazed, but I'm still meaning amazed. guilty. Yeah, like I, I'm still amazed when people just have like a cold stare. Like I'm, I'm amazed that they don't have like a, even like the, a glimmer that that's gonna turn out their way. And it's, it's like I, I'd be motherfucking up and down. I'm like, yeah, be fucking kidding me. Well, most of the time they're guilty though. So that's yeah, good point. When you know you're caught, you just yeah. rest easy. Your guards down. Yeah, if you're lying about it, don't you want to keep up the keep up the charade? Um, I think I think at that point they just know the deck is stacked. They wonder if they medicated it. Like Ted Bundy was one of those guys who kept it up. Um, yeah, he was for years, man. Method actor. Oh yeah, so a complete sociopath. There's one guy, I gotta see if I can find that. There's one guy who took, uh, who had like a suicide pill at his trial. <laughs> really? Yeah. That'd be me. That'd be me. As soon as I got the guilty verdict, it's like the Matrix, bro. I'd take the blue pill. Be it. Two, 2017. Is this that? It's, it's wild. Uh, da, 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 da. yeah, that sounds familiar actually. I think I remember hearing that. There's a video of it, I'm pretty sure this is it. Bosnian general, imagine if it was like a Steve Harvey situation where they said he was guilty. We're like, <laughs> oh, no, not guilty. I just took my fucking suicide pill, you scumbags. Oh, yeah, moonlight la la land. <laughs> Psych, gotcha. You're on, you're on candid camera. Yeah, this is the impractical jokers. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a war criminal, so fuck him. Who was this guy now? He's a Bosnian Cro- Croatian war criminal, Slobodan. Project died after taking potassium cyanide in the Hague's courtroom, Dutch prosecutors say, citing the results of pol- preliminary post-mortem examination. That is uh, fucking brilliant. The confirmation rulings against Pearl Jack and five other defenders brought an end to more than 20 years of work. Okay, but what, okay, hang on a second. Uh, I I think it's absolutely brilliant. Just killed himself right then and there. It's kind of wild that you could watch him do it. I actually kind of remember. What year was this? It was a few years ago. 2017. Yeah. What a wild move. I think we can assume that guy was probably guilty. Bringing potassium cyanide. What was it? He says, uh, he says his name. He goes, Sloboda Prolojek is not a war criminal. Then takes a swig. They pause it before he takes a swig of the, uh, 
the bottle. Yeah. And then he says, I've taken poison. They don't show it. I, I thought you could see it when it, ha- when it happened. It's like something a Bond villain would do. It's badass. Yeah, he's definitely, uh, definitely guilty. Slobodin. All right, let me just clear up what this guy actually was. Probably. Yeah, I want to hear what he did. Bosnian general. Okay. Uh, Croatian armed forces. Was this guy fighting? What war was this guy fighting? Was this guy fighting in the Middle East or was this something? Uh... Um, Croatian War of Independence and the Croat-Bosniak War. So these are wars that we I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, these are wars. Croatian wars. Like this, this is, I think this is stuff that, uh, that um, they talk about in the Drazen Petrovic. Two, what's it called? Two brothers? The Drazen Petrovic 30 for 30? Oh, I never saw that one. Yeah. It's, they, get, they, get, they get deep. Not deep, but they get into this. Uh, so it's been going on a while. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, this said, I mean, there's references in 91, 93. That's why Tony Kukoc wanted out of Croatia. Don't they, don't they mention that? <laughs> I think he was, yeah. It's, oh, no. It's in the him last and, dance? Oh, did they? Yeah. Probably. I feel like they mentioned something going on in Croatia that wasn't great. I don't think it's – yeah, not good. It's not a place you're going to vacation. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think I could find Croatia or Bosnia on a map. I'm pretty awful with world geography, though. Good with U.S. geography. World geography, not great. Yeah, it just says he's a war criminal. It's, I mean, I, it's pretty. I don't want to get too deep in it. There's yeah, there's a destruction and looting of property. Uh, Bosnia brutalized, starved, and killed Bosnian men. Uh, Prowler Jack was accused of ordering destruction of Mostar Starry Most in November 1983 an act which ICTY ruled had caused disappropriate damage to the Muslim civilian population. Yeah, you can't fuck with civilians, man, if you're in war. So you're definitely a war criminal if you're doing that. Yeah. It's like Red Dawn. <clears throat> I never saw that. Red Dawn, off oh, in the 80s, great. Swayze, Charlie Sheen. The Russians basically invade this Colorado town, and it basically starts World War Three. On U.S. soil. Oh. Set up, like, concentration camps. It it's co- awesome. They did a Colorado town? I believe it's Colorado, yeah. They set up concentration camps, man. It's, it's sick. Who else is in it? C. Thomas Howell, you know, Pony Boy. Uh, who else? Leah Thompson. Yeah, this is a good 80s cast right here. Great 80s movie. The Wolverines. It's the name of their little gang. That is sent you. You can see the video of this guy taking the poison. You can tell he's shook. Uh, it's weird. Hey, it's just weird to watch the guy do this. He's not as smooth as like you would take a uh, nip. Let's see. This croat died 
I don't need an intro to the video. Come on. You don't get you don't watch them die. I've taken the poison. It's awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy, man. It's, it's a crazy plan to have. It's like guys right, going to court today. I'm telling them they're full of shit. Yeah. And and if if and not, I'll just slip this in somebody's drink on the way out. <laughs> yeah. Put it in the judge's uh coffee. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that guy. On that note. Uh, I got nothing else for today, my man. How how are you looking over there? Anything you want to go off your chest before I am tapped. Head out to the weekend. I am tapped. That's going to do it for Sunday Poor. We'll wrap it up. We'll we'll get through February. Don't listen to that. We'll get through February. He's a negative Nancy. Two more February shows. That's it. We're we're powering through, keeping things positive, enjoying the snow. We are, yeah. I mean, yeah, I took it as a positive. We got to talk serial killers. That's one of my hobbies, reading up on sick fucks like that. So uh, it turned out to be a really good show, I thought. <laughs> we have, we didn't solve anything though. It is is it still snowing it? Uh, I hope not. It's gonna start up again though overnight. Yeah. Something look forward to for the morning for you. Yeah. Can't All right. wait. Well, as always, appreciate anybody and everybody listening. We'll be back next week. We got March Madness coming up. We got spring trainings getting rolling uh at some point soon. So Things are, uh, we're on the right end here of February. So have a, have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week. And- Thanks for listening, everybody. And we will see you next week. Taking, you're taking some uh, serious notes on these serial killers, huh? I read I read up on some serial killers. <laughs> Who's in uh what serial killers haven't been caught? Are there are there any that are just like still unsolved that you know of? I mean I know, I know there are, but I don't know. They'd still be killing, wouldn't they? I mean they could they could be dead. I feel like uh I guess they could have died, but eventually they get caught. Eventually they want to get caught, I think. You think that's the end game for them? Um, I don't know. I think part of me thinks that they want to. Part of me thinks that eventually they they have a little bit of a guilty conscience, maybe. Guilty conscience. Some of them do. Some of them do. I think if they're really ill. Right, but for some reason they can't stop doing. It. It's like a, an addict or an alcoholic. They just keep doing it, even though they know it's not right. Right, they want help. Right. But they keep doing it, and like, oh, at this point, I can't because it's gone too far gone. I I, got to do it again. Yeah, right. Right. It's like you wake up from drinking. No, I'm never drinking again. A few hours later, you're at brunch. Killing somebody. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. I I do miss baseball, man. I think it's, I just want to go to a baseball game. Did you know that uh, the Hartford Yard Goats are playing uh, Yankee affiliate this year? And they redid all the leagues. And oh, really? There's I didn't. Where is the field in Hartford? Right downtown. 
I assume so. Dunkin' Donuts Park. The, Yan- the Yanks affiliate. It's not. Even, it's something stupid. Just Double A. I don't even know. It's a stupid name too. The, that's this Yankee affiliate. I forget what it's called. It's not the Trenton Thunder. No. I never went to a yard. Was it Yard Goats? Yeah. Never went to a Hartford Yard Goats. Who who are they affiliated for? Boston. The Rockies. Oh, the Rockies. Oh, okay, I see them. Double, yeah, they're double A. The Somerset Patriots. Oh, so stupid. Chris D'Onofrio is their manager. The Yard Goats or the Patriots? Yard Goats. That's not bad. Who? What's the Yankee team? The Somerset Patriots. And the Hudson Valley Renegades. Oh, the Greek used to work for that team. That's their single A team. Really? What did he do for them? Uh, that was like internship, I think, back uh, in the day. Somerset Patriots. Where did they play in New Jersey? Who's their manager? Somerset Patriots are managed by – doesn't say GM's Patrick McVeary, owner Steve Calaffer. One, 13 division titles. Wow. Yeah, I don't know who their fucking manager is. I'm not gonna go searching around. <laughs> Must not be anybody special. Yeah, what the fuck? I mean, Patrick McVary. That's that's the general manager. Oh, that's the fuck. Why does this? Why does a? Why does a minor league ball club need a general manager? Yeah, isn't that just? Brett Sounds like jo- a stupid job to me. Brett Jody. Brett Jody. Looks like a Jody enters his eighth season as manager and seventeenth overall season with the Somerset Patriots organization. He carries a five fifty six and four oh five record in his first seven seasons as manager. They have two retired numbers, Jackie Robinson and Sparky Lyle. Sparky. He was their manager <laughs> until he retired June fourteenth. <laughs> All right, Somerset Patriots. I still think it's a stupid name. It's a dumb name. I don't like it. Uh, I got to see if anybody worth seeing, if there's any hot uh, prospects in this league. Uh, a couple years ago, we could have seen uh, Vlad Jr. He was playing. Up oh, there. really? Yeah. I'm sure you can find somebody. Yeah, if you just look at the prospects list, you'll get somebody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if anybody on this under the goats, but uh, oh, on the actual yard goats, right? But definitely in the league, you'll find guy. You know, one or two guys that are worth. Yeah. Let's go see. We'll do some searching. They have their roster on Wikipedia. I don't know how recent it is, though. No, I'm, oh, I got the pitching staff. <laughs> oh, no. There's nobody. I mean, I have no idea. I got the names here, but nobody I've ever heard of. Not going to be a good year for the Yard Goats. <laughs> Double M. Are you supposed to hear about these people? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe one or two tops. 
Nah, one or two in the league, maybe. Take one or two in the league? Yeah. That you've heard of? These are double-A guys. Have to, I mean, most of you guys are not going to make it. Well, I remember going to Ravens games back in the day, and I could probably think of, like, a handful of guys that made it that I saw play just on their team. How many people – but how many people made it, though? How many people didn't make it for the percentages? A lot. A lot didn't make it. Right. Todd Helen made it. Quentin McCracken. A couple yeah. other guys. That's two. <laughs> that is two off the top of my head. <laughs> so I'm, I'm tapped at two. Let's see. The Rock. I get, I get, these get the Rockies' top prospects. They've had some high draft picks, no? The Rockies? Yeah, they've been bad a few years. They must not be doing a great job drafting because I don't think they're on this list. Oh, yeah, they got one guy on the list. Two guys on the list. Tommy Michael Toglia, he was their first round draft pick in 2019. Oh, this guy's probably in Triple A. Oh well. Yeah, it's let's look be- out for let's look out for Zach Veen. We'll see where he is. They just drafted him. Zach Veen. Zachary Richard Veen. How do you spell Veen? V e e n. Ninth overall pick. Yeah, watch him come up. Watch him come through the system. Got my eye on Zach Bean. Outfield or first base? Bats lefty. I like him. <laughs> lefty bat throws right. 19 years old. Born after 9-11. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. All right, well, there we go. We got one prospect at least. Zach Veen. All right. Keep an eye out for Zach Veen. There's your hot tip. And we're pretty sure that uh, Million will draft him in the second to last round of the draft. Yeah, nice little write in. <laughs> and then we could tell him that he doesn't really exist. We just made it. It's a big <laughs> gag. <laughs> all right, man. Let me get this shit out of here. All right. All right. I'll talk to you later. See ya. Peace.